0: I'm Connor,
1: and I'm Campbell,
0: and welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff.
1: All right, guys, it has been a little while since we did our last full-length episode. Um, Last one, I believe, was Ghostbusters, and that was a while ago. But um, today we're starting, uh, we're doing our newest episode on a movie called Nightcrawler. Um, This movie's on Netflix. I heard of it before. I remember seeing the trailers when it came out in 2014 like i remember getting my haircut and seeing it at the barber shop on the tv <laughs> but uh yeah it, it it always intrigued me back then so yeah and this movie let's see came back came out in 2014 directed by dan gilroy he also directed another movie called um uh what's it called velvet Buzz, buzzsaw which i think also jake gyllenhaal is also in it i don't think it's that good but um yeah so i guess he's worked with jake gyllenhaal uh, multiple times, but yeah, this is his, his. Uh, yeah, this is Nightcrawler.
0: So yeah, so the basis of this film is like, um, it's like a they they describe it as being a neo noir thriller film.
1: Yeah, I think it's much um, more of a... it's not really neo noir, very much yeah, more of a thriller. I
0: I, yeah, uh, I should know because I did a whole paper on it. Um but it's a thriller uh, like he said written and directed by Dan Gilroy and um I'm just you know I'll just read off the wikipedia page um it stars Jake Gyllenhaal Hall as um Lou Bloom a stringer who records violent events late at night in Los Angeles and sells the footage to local television news stations um it also stars Rene Russo um Riz Ahmed and the late Bill Paxton um and so yeah it's basically about like what I, about him like going around and kind of making his uh c- like career out of um videotaping like uh, incidents and stuff like car accidents and all that kind of stuff
1: so um, i was gonna i was gonna say sorry um but yeah you're fine yeah so what i was gonna say and i wasn't sure but it, yeah it is his dan gilroy's this is his di- directorial debut i wasn't sure yes. at the time so that's why i kind of like faltered off but yeah this is his the first movie that he actually directed I think he actually wrote uh, according to the wikipedia page he wrote uh real steel um born legacy uh and some other movies like Kong skull Island but yeah this is his the his directorial debut so
0: um yeah i read i noticed that too um when I was looking up reviews and such after I mm-hmm. watched the movie um but yeah it, it's uh, the resounding um Opinion on this movie is pretty positive. Um, a lot of people... A lot of critics and audience members commend um, Jake Hall for his performance. Uh, uh, many agree that that is the strongest point and in the, in the biggest draw to towards the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to spoil too much. Um, because obviously this is just supposed to be our section where we kind of like pitch the movie to you. Or not pitch the movie yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his I will say I I thoroughly um I enjoyed uh Jake Gyllenhaal's portrayal of Lou um as a character. And um I think his mannerisms and his uh his lines are really um interesting. He gives off a very uh creepy performance. Um but om- yeah, it's but like almost it's- unsettling.
1: It's very unsettling. Like this, this. I mean, I haven't seen uh, tons of movies with Jake Gyllenhaal in them. Yeah. Sadly, but yeah, he he like disappears into this role. Like that's easily the the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Just still, I I watched it maybe I think a couple of days ago, but it's still like very much ingrained in my head. Uh, the Me way too. he portrays this character. Um, it's probably one of my like favorite performances ever. Like they're. There're not a few that really stick in my head. I can think of maybe uh I don't know, like uh Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet. It's a pretty uh memorable performance, but uh yeah, his Jake Gyllenhaal, maybe not as not as uh not as memorable as uh, Frank Boot. uh yeah. Dennis Hopper, but definitely a really really good performance like Heath Ledger Joker, that kind of Kyle yeah Williams. yeah yeah
0: yeah like kind of stole the the whole stole the yeah show. definitely
1: stole stole the entire movie
0: um but yeah I think without spoiling things I would I would say um overall this is something that I think people should uh see just for the sake of seeing his um a performance and his portray uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's portrayal of the character um I don't know. I have. I'm ju- I'm trying to. F- I'm. I'm trying to word things so that I don't spoil anything.
1: Overall. I will say it, it, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I will say it is. It's kind of a shame. I don't think he was even nominated for an Oscar. Oh uh, yeah. For for his role, and I do think it was really really good. I think like Meryl yeah. Streep won this year for like Into the Woods, uh. But. Yeah, he. It's it's very much Oscar worthy. A really really unnerving performance. I think yeah. if you watch it for anything, definitely just watch it for that, uh, because yeah. that is the main draw to the film. I think that. Yep. The the overall premise though, I also thought was really intriguing. I don't know about yeah. you. I think that's also a really a, interesting part of the film. So, I guess I I I'll, I won't go into spoilers, but I'll just kind of give you a very brief overview of what the movie's about. If that's okay, uh, I think, okay,
0: yeah, that works. Yeah,
1: unless you were gonna say something else.
0: Um. Yeah, I think I think that that was basically. I think you kind. Of, well, we've kind. Of, you kind of touched on what I was already getting at.
1: Yeah, I think we both agree that Jake Gyllenhaal's performance is the best part of the movie. Uh. Yeah. So onto onto a very basic overview of the plot. Um and I, this will still be on our non-spoiler section because I think the premise is actually really interesting. Um, so Jake Gyllenhaal plays, I guess you'd call him a, a, a sociopath or a psychopath—one of the two.
0: Sociopath.
1: Sociopath. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not entirely sure what the difference is between the two. Is the sociopath? Like a
0: sociopath is like what? Well, um, I think he could be a combination of um. Well, actually, I think he could be a combination. I think he's got uh...
1: He's got a little of both.
0: He's, yeah, I he's a combination which... of both. More, uh, more uh, prevalently psychopathic.
1: Yeah, they don't really uh, delve, like, they don't, like, specifically diagnose him with a specific mental illness, uh, but yeah. he's def- there's definitely something wrong. Almost kind of like, I haven't seen this movie, but uh, reminiscent of Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. I know I've seen. I, I know the overall I, concept. I
0: can definitely. Um, I think he's a little bit more collected than Bateman. Um, yeah. I think he's got a little bit more control over his urges and um, behaviors. I definitely think yeah. Patrick Bateman's more psychopathic than. Um, is but I, they are uh, within the same um like spectrum for sure
1: yeah Lou's the type of guy lose main character played by uh, Jake Jillenhall. but it seemed to me Lou's the type of guy he kind of sees people as just stepping stones to completing his goals he's very goal oriented yeah. um and he will stop at nothing to complete his goals uh, hmm. a lot of a big part of the movie is him kind of just spitting out just, like, random business jargon and, like, just, ver- like, they seem like pre-memorized uh, lines from, like, an online course about, like, business and stuff. It's that's yeah. it's really interesting, like, because he doesn't know, because of his mental illness, I guess he's not good at, like, communicating, like, naturally just communicating with people as, like, people. So he has to, like, memorize... Yeah. These like very long-winded, like uh, a good almost. part of a business plan is learning communication, like just random things like that, and it's very unnerving because it's just so unnatural.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to go too deep. Uh, yeah. I think Anything beyond that will end up going into spoilers. Yeah. And I think yeah. Yeah. He, his character is definitely very interesting. Um. And I, I would I would say that um I would recommend. Uh, this movie. Yeah, me um, too. Once again, it's on Netflix, so that's another positive. If you already have Netflix, there's not to pay for it or anything. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, Nightcrawler. Uh, yes. Pretty, pretty uh interesting uh movie.
1: Pretty intense too.
0: Yes. So, um, if you haven't watched it, that's our that's our spiel and. Uh, we recommend that you go ahead and do that now if you haven't. I mean, not now immediately. I mean, you've got probably have other things to do, but um, <laughs> at some point, recommend we recommend you watch that. Um, if you've seen it or don't care to watch it, we're about to go into our spoiler section. So if you haven't watched the movie and want to watch the movie, you've been warned. Uh, pause the podcast, go watch the movie, and then come back. All right. Three, two, one
1: so Uh let's see let's get into this so i guess we could start with the title nightcrawler um and i guess that's kind of uh uh uh, another word for his job
0: um i mean it it actually is a thing
1: yeah i mean I, i don't know does it actually exist like are there actually people that go out like these freelance uh what are they called stringers do they call them stringers
0: I guess so. I I mean a nightcrawler is another word for like a worm.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of the X-Men.
0: Oh yeah, that is true.
1: Yeah, but um Yeah, I don't know if it's an actual like term for like an actual job that people have. I don't know.
0: I don't think it's an actual term, but it is a thing.
1: Yeah. Well he's a nightcrawler, which is I guess a nickname for his what his job is. He at night he kinda listens to Uh, police radio scan things and Mm -hmm. he tries to show up to these crimes to take video footage of them which he sells to the news agency um and he gets money um yeah and at the beginning of the movie uh he so obviously i think he's doesn't really have a real job he's kind of just like selling scrap and stuff at the beginning yeah yeah and then I guess the inciting incident is when he's driving home, he sees this like car crash or something, and then he stops by to just check out what's happening, and then he sees these other guys that are taking video we footage.
0: Bill Paxton's character,
1: yeah, who's kind of like um, this more prominent uh, person that's already in the whole industry of uh, being a nightcrawler.
0: Oh, I will, I want to say something funny. You know the security guy guard at the beginning. Yeah. The actor's name that plays him his name is michael papa John
1: Papa John
0: <laughs> his last name is Papa John
1: that's funny like p a p a g o h n yes, that's a pretty cool last name
0: i'm i i don't ask me i don't know i have no michael idea how papa that John. came about, but that is i thought that was pretty funny that is kind pretty funny so um, yeah he, Papa John is in this movie, apparently.
1: Yeah. Uh, and
0: anyway, sorry to break your. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I wanted to mention that before I forgot.
1: We're not sponsored by Papa John's Pizza, so just point that out. We
0: are not. A- anyway, so yeah, he's he meets um, Bill Paxton's character and kind of fill he kind of um, realizes he that, fills like, him in that's on something the- he wants to. Yeah.
1: Yeah um so then he uh i guess he steals some random guy's bike and then uses it to pay for his own camera yeah and then the police radio scanner and he kind of he's like he's very much of a go-getter like if he wants something he gets it um nothing stops him and he's doing like the best he's trying to optimize uh everything like he's all about optimization and like Doing the things doing things like the best he can Efficiency. And all that yeah, very efficient um and again, I think that's part of his uh uh Personality. like psychopathic sociopathic tendencies yeah. um kind of obsessive almost
0: mm-hmm. um anyway, I think I'm trying to think uh, I don't want to be doing too much summarization because yeah yeah uh i think if if people are listening at this point they um probably they've already seen it um but i do really i do recognize that maybe some there might be some people that just want to listen to this whether they've seen the movie or not um but i think just overall i i I, we can probably just um, yeah just
1: move on to the big parts
0: yeah 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 so um
1: I'll try to do my, um, my best at like summarizing the whole like as yeah, fast yeah. as possible. So um, eventually he gets filming stuff. He gets really good at it and he sells it to uh, the new station where Renee Rousseau's character works um, and he mm-hmm. kind of built, he establishes kind of a working relationship with her um, yeah. and he hires the, his assistant who's um, uh, Riz Ahmed's character. He's kind of just this random dude that also wants money. And they get really, really good at kind of going into these crime scenes as fast as possible before any of the other people get there, uh, taking video of it and going and selling it for money. Um, So that's kind of like the game and they're consistently getting faster, getting better. And I guess the big um, the big moment is when he gets there uh, or the problem is sometimes he gets there before all the police show up um, and he tampers with the crime scenes in order to get better footage and stuff like that and all that that's kind of uh then you start to realize this guy's i mean he was already pretty of a bad like a pretty bad person before but you start to realize this guy's definitely not someone that we should be uh completely like rooting for you know
0: yeah um and i always like that those kind of those kind of characters where you um it's from their perspective but they're not really. Um, like, the protagonist.
1: Yeah, he's. Oh, well, he is the protagonist. Meaning, he is like the main character of the story, but he's not necessarily. It, doesn't like, protagonist he's not...
0: mean that, like, like if you had A- Avengers and it was told from Thanos's perspective, would he not still be the antagonist?
1: Um. No, protagonist is just the main character and then the antagonist is whoever's getting in the way of the main Is it really? Goals. I th- I thought it was yeah. Oh that is so, true. Like, yeah. For yeah, example, yeah. like in um well I don't know, like in the Joker movie, uh Joker would be the protagonist. He's not necessarily That's a fair. hero. And then whoever the uh, the people are the antagonist or whatever. So Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, it is interesting. He's kind of he's very much of an anti hero, um, to where he's obviously a very sick and messed up guy um but mm-hmm. we do we do we do still kind of root for him because he's kind of an underdog um and i don't know there's there's something about him that's very magnetic uh there's like
0: an there's like a, an eerie unsettling charm to him
1: yeah and i don't know that's just a testament to the guy's performance you know
0: yeah um I think – man, I'm trying to think about where the um, – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was – I was watching this with my dad, and it was just every t- – I mean, throughout the whole thing, it was like – we were like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Like, over and over and over and over again. Like, um, like there was just – like, when thing, you didn't think things could get worse. Like, oh, my gosh. It, he's he's like right in their face blah, 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 blah. oh my god like the part where he shows up to that car accident and he literally moves the dude
1: yeah he moves the guy and like gets blood all over his shirt and he's like trying to light it in front of like the car headlights and everything yeah also he goes uh, into that house with the shooting and like tries to get that cool, yeah that's like, like he, the big yeah he basically just breaks and enters into their house and then um you know rearranges like the pictures with like the bullet holes and everything uh but again that is like the main argument of the movie or not argument i guess uh kind of the point of the debate uh, as to like ethics um in regards to like the news and uh the media and how like yeah. at the end of the day they're a business you know they're trying to make money based on views and um, as one of the characters i don't remember who in the movie says that works at the news station they say if it bleeds it leads. So they're really looking that's for
0: The main that's the main Rene Russo's character.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um she, he's getting paid for uh or the the news agency is searching for more uh violent footage of, you know, violent things happening. And it's yeah. almost like they enjoy uh getting this video footage because they they're getting money. Um it's pretty yeah. ironic, yeah.
0: I think yeah, there were a lot of times where I was like, wait a second, there's no way they can do this, so there's no way they can show this or or like how are they like like there's a lot of stuff where I was questioning the legality of like what was going on. Like I think things yeah. should have started to get like um questioned and um what do you call it, investigated a while before it got like it seemed like it got way out of hand. Um, yeah, because
1: they were showing pretty graphic stuff, like, and they're just completely fine with it. Uh, I mean, and- there was
0: I mean, that one part. I mean, they're literally breaking down the whole like scene. I like, I, I, I don't, I, I. That was that kind of disconnected. That was the one issue i had was it like i like i know it's a movie and like oh well, it doesn't have to make sense or whatever but there were times when i was like okay come on how the heck would any would this just get allowed to be viewed like, like yeah like it, they would they would never like show were the, going, and i think part of it is like okay well they're not like a super major news station but still like you're telling me that that one dude is the only guy that's like okay maybe this isn't right I mean, the news yeah. anchors—they're all like, "Oh yeah, that's the, that's the dude that ch- brought in the video of the guy uh, l- uh, breathing his last breaths yesterday." Oh he, man, he's my best friend. Like,
1: yeah, I just,
0: it was, seemed a little dramatic at times. Um, where like, I feel like even before the whole part with the uh, um, triple homicide uh, video, I think things should have definitely gotten like a little gotten investigated and gotten like um i don't know kinda i feel like it, down. Wait, yeah i think i feel like things should have been shut down a little while before that cuz they were literally showing like full on videos of like people dying and like like this is stuff you see on like live leak not on the morning news
1: yeah they wouldn't yeah and i think one part of that's because they are they make a point to say like they're like the least popular news station in Los Angeles so they're kind of Doing anything that they can, that they can to get the most views. Yeah, and they're also um, not
0: like in the major public eye, so like, uh, it's not, it's not like CBS Channel Seventeen, like the big news station in uh, LA would have done that because they have like, yeah. a bigger reputation to uphold.
1: Yeah, it was it was kind of a smaller news station that uh, I guess wasn't the most popular in the area. Yeah, um, and also there's that whole scene where remember he. He takes I don't remember exactly which video it was, but he, he takes a video and shows like all this horrific stuff happening. And she was like, How much of this can we show? Um, and she's like, and the other person was like, Oh, legally? And she was like, uh not legally. That like, was like morally. after
0: he got the like
1: um the triple the homicide. The triple homicide. Yeah. yeah. So again, they're more uh showing kind of that how yeah, there's a very there's a big kind of moral uh debate yeah. and I guess they had to in order to make that more prominent they had to kind of because uh, obviously this wouldn't happen in real life they wouldn't show news stations wouldn't show this like graphic content but yeah. they just had to up the ante to make that uh argument more clear I guess in the movie
0: yeah it's, it's heavily dramatized
1: yeah very dramatized
0: um I'm trying to think what I think there's a big I don't know I go back to his character and the acting and all of that kind of stuff, there's like an, almost a, it's like, it, it, I go back to the saying, like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I think he's like, not necessarily saying things that are like unsettling. It's just the way he his mannerisms and his tone and like yeah. his, the look on his face. Cause again, um, I mean there were times when I was like it, it looks like he could break at any
1: moment. Yeah. Like if you like look I at half his... I
0: expected him to like pull pull like a joker and just freaking lose it at some point.
1: I mean he did in that one scene in his house and he gets like so angry and he like punches yeah. his mirror or I'm whatever. Just saying, like, and kind it, of... There's
0: that one part where he's talking to um uh Rizama's character in the car, and they're kind of debating like Cause like at this point, this is like where they're really getting it. Like before this, everything was a little um, touchy and like okay, this the this stuff was like not really okay, mm-hmm. but it, technically it was like it, t- it, technically it was they were they were under the the um the law and they were like mm-hmm. s- barely they were like on the line and at th- this point yeah. they're like, crossing the line and it, this is the part when they're like they've tracked down the um, the killer two murderers. And he basically gives um, him, like, a uh, what's the word when you have to decide between two things? A, uh, a what, like an ultimatum? Word? An ultimatum, yeah. He gives him an ultimatum, like, okay, you're going to do this or you're not. And then he there's that whole argument over like pay and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. like, there were, like, he looks at him for a couple seconds and he just doesn't say anything. Like, I, like, I thought he was going to like hurt him. And then yeah, there's a part like- where he like threatens
1: him. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna physically hurt you. Like, did he say something like that? He's like,
0: if I, if I, if I got to the point where, um, I felt the need to physically harm you, like he basically says, like, if you quit, I, I might feel the need to like hurt you.
1: Yeah, he. It's. And so... That's like the
0: first explicit like threat he makes to like like physical threat he makes towards like him.
1: There is that one scene that when he's filling the gas in the car. This is just so random, I thought it was funny, but like he he spills the gas on his new car and then he's like, if you ever like I really like you, Rick, you're a good coworker or whatever, but if you ever do that again, I will terminate you I was like oh, what
0: yeah yeah, 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 um like,
1: again, he's trying to uh, optimize... like he's very uh he's all about optimizing point a to like point b, so like if he has to he sees basically just sees Rick as a liability at that point,
0: yeah, um
1: but Perfect. yeah, like you said about like uh, it's not like what you say, but how you say it. That yeah. is an interesting point because a lot of the stuff he says, and if you kind of just look at him uh, from like uh, like uh, a very two dimensional perspective or something, like he says motivate, like he reads kind of uh, like pre written motivational uh, business jargon stuff, and he's a very determined guy. He's uh, hardworking. He's motivated. So like. A lot of his attributes are positive things almost like they're uh he's he's a go-getter so like there are a lot of positive attributes about him from a very two-dimensional perspective but then when you yeah. s- actually see the guy the way he talks his mannerisms and like his when you actually understand kind of who he is then that kind of twists that all around and makes it very very unnerving
0: Yeah I definitely I I definitely that was a good um breakdown of Like him as a character, I think, um, overall, I don't know. He's just very, uh, once again, unsettling. Like, it's just, it's just like, at first glance, like if you knew, you would never expect anything of him. Like there were times when I, when I was, um, like you kind of see his deterioration over the course of the, the movie um yeah
1: i don't think he ever actually he never he doesn't have a character arc but he does kind of uh kind of get worse as it goes along you know there's no there's no real change in his character but he it's just a progression of just him getting worse basically
0: yeah like i think he definitely gets a lot worse in the in the sense of like um i mean the whole time he was kind of uh off the like off the rails in general um, but like over the course of the to- of like him doing these things, I think he kind of gets l- the things he experiences and the stuff he sees kind of takes a hold of him, and he lets oh, it into like his the, head
1: the fame as well, like because he's making yeah. big bucks, uh, selling his his videos to uh, and he's the once news... again
0: back to his like overachiever, um, uh, kind of mindset he's. Willing to do whatever it takes in order to um, get make this money and make he's always talking about turning it like into a career,
1: yeah. He, he again, it's like the weird like business online course stuff. He's like, Oh, I'm looking to and then and the guy, uh, find I mean, myself a place. Even, he
0: wasn't even but... planning on hiring what's his name, he wanted him to join as an internship,
1: yeah. I think. I don't know. I think that was all just BS kind of like he was just, he just wanted the guy to do stuff for him.
0: Yeah. And again, I, 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 I've just, I don't know. It's very interesting. And I mean, that, that opens up the possibility. Like it makes you wonder if maybe it's all an act
1: Oh yeah, def- I definitely think it is. I definitely think it is because I think, um, again, he's he's a sociopath, so he really doesn't know how to interact with people. So again, it makes sense that all the stuff that he's saying, uh, to like uh, Rick, um, to Nina, like all the pe- all the news people, that that all that business, uh, like career, like random, motivational, uh, kind of phrases that he spits out, they all seem like me- like pre yeah. pre written memorized stuff, and I think they are. Like I think at his apartment or whatever, he, like, reads, uh, kind of, like, he tries to figure out, like, he looks up how to, like, interact with people and looks up these phrases and things like that, and then he, like, directly memorizes them and just uh says them whenever he's in these situations. So I think, yeah, he doesn't know how to interact with people, so... And that's why it feels mm. so unnatural that he's using this just w- weird language and everything.
0: See, I don't know if he's exactly, like memorizing them for specific circumstances i think he's definitely um very intelligent which has caused him to kind of retain all of this kind of stuff naturally and i think that goes along with kind of his um mental like issues because i think where what he lacks in social strengths he he has in um mental uh what do you call it like um abilities like i think he's definitely very he's got a heightened um uh, like learning ability which he mentions a lot
1: oh yeah he mentions that he's like oh have i mentioned i'm a quick learner oh i i don't know if i mentioned but i'm a very fast he's very
0: analytical he's very analytical so i think it's he finds it easy to um memorize and uh keep track of all of these different techniques and uh things that he's learned online so he's able to just spew things out, apply things. Like that's why he I mean he's literally like able to learn all that stuff so quick.
1: Yeah. Um he's also very narcissistic. Which, oh yeah, definitely. And that's a part I think that's an aspect of like being a, a sociopath. Um, like, uh, enhanced, like, sense of like uh, narcissism and everything. He yeah. wants like the recognition for everything. There's that one really intense scene where he's talking to Nina, who's uh, renee rousseau and he's like, you know, he's like listing out all the demands and everything. He's like, I, w- I, when I say I this get, is my lowest I, when price, when I say
0: I want something, I'm, I mean to get it, and I don't yeah. to have to ask uh, another time.
1: And he's like, and you're going to take me to meet all these people. And you're going to introduce me as this person who owns video production company. um, And you're going to say it like this. So he's very, very demanding and uh, wants everyone to know who he is and everything. Oh,
0: here it is. I found that. I mean, you sent it to me earlier. (laughs) Now, I like you, Nina. I look forward to our time together. But you have to understand that 15,000 isn't all that I want. From here on, starting now, I want my work to be credited by the anchors and on a burn. The name of my company is Video News Productions, a professional news gathering service. That's how it should be read and that's how it should be said. I also want to go to the next rung and meet your team and the anchors and the director and the station manager to begin developing my personal relationships. I'd like to meet them start meeting them this morning. You'll take me around and you'll introduce me as the owner and president of Video News and remind them of my many other stories. And he goes yeah. I mean I could go on and on. Like he goes he goes on
1: yeah it's just and again if you take him at face value he seems like he puts up a very presentable he he tries to present himself as presentable as possible like if he
0: gave a speech like he would be amazing at giving a speech and the people in the audience would never suspect a thing but when it comes to when he gets close to people and starts um like manipulating them
1: yeah yeah he starts it's all about leverage
0: yes definitely um, I mean, he even siphons that guy's like he break he, he cuts off that guy's brakes. Um, oh, yeah, and, and causes them him to killed. get in an accident.
1: And then he videotapes it and sells it. And he's like, uh, I think Riz Ahmed's like, oh, that guy's one of us, and he's like, not anymore, or something like that. Or, yeah, yeah, like this is our job. So, again, he has no, absolutely no sense of empathy.
0: Um, I figure we could talk about like the the kind of climax like the climax of the main, of the movie now. Um Yeah. I mean he literally gets there as the crime is being committed. Who does? Uh Lou, like he gets at the end. Like at, at the triple homicide, he literally gets there as as it's happening.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. So, yeah, he gets there before the police get there. Um, And before,
0: and then like literally as stuff's going on.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's just videotaping all of it. He's having a blast. Um, he sees them escape. I think he, he gets, uh, the video of like their, the people and like their license plate and everything. And he just kind of saunters in and, you know, has a nice look around with his camera.
0: Yeah. And it video, like videotapes everything. Um, and it's just like, that that was i just can't believe how um renee russo's character just went along with that footage
1: yeah and again there is that whole point that she makes where it's like they don't want videos of random people dying like the hood and everything like they want yeah what they want is like wealthy people they want like the urban crime sneaking into the suburbs and they prefer preferably like crimes against like wealthy white people in like the wealthy neighborhoods. And it, yeah,
0: and that's like the best and that is like exactly what occurred there.
1: Exactly, um, yeah.
0: It was just super like unsettling to see them see her like so on board and like see them And she gets like, like really it's
1: like excited. Like she gets excited and like she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be so good or whatever."
0: Yeah, and then like that whole news segment was just so weird like the anchors are just, like, breaking it down.
1: Yeah, it's just, again, this is the, the, the film's criticism of uh kind of how how kind of skewed. Again, I, I, it's not to this extent, obviously, Uh, or it's not. I think it's uh, a,
0: dramatis- a, dramatis- a dramatization in order yeah. to prove the point, like. Almost this, a satire, like, I guess. They come, like, desensitized to, like, all of this.
1: Exactly. Um, um yeah because they're the news anchors are kind of like comment uh commentating on it uh and they're like oh yeah this is and uh he gets the these- shot of like the baby's crib and everything he's like oh my gosh i hope there's not a like so again it's an over dramatization
0: oh uh, my gosh there's a literally a sign and it says you are sus and there's a phone number okay. on it
1: okay i'm sorry I apologize. But they, of- they,
0: I mean, am I wrong? Is that is that not like that? Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's like that same tone.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, they like they don't really have any empathy either. They're making
0: uh, like theatrics out of it.
1: Exa- they're making Among Us unboxing um, whatever. Do
0: not do not go into um
1: Triple Fan uh, the Horror House
0: <laughs> at three a.m. I, yeah. I just, so, oh, it was just so. I mean, they, were just, they, had, they just completely disassociated with the entire event. And then yeah, beyond like... that, he like withheld, withholds the information that he knew who they were and then ends up he's like almost molding his own He this whole time he's kind of like just trying to f- create his own perfect like shot and perfect video. Like he literally like purpose he purposely waits to call the cops until the murderers are in like
1: a a like a crowded somewhat crowded area
0: yeah and then like ends up causing more people to die and then literally chases them down the high like the highway like right behind them i i I, it, it was and then oh my gosh
1: An interesting fact though is that he actually jake gyllenhaal actually was driving the car like uh, it wasn't a stunt huh. or a, a, whatever, like a dry, a professional driver. Like really? it was actually, yeah. Apparently, he's a pretty good driver. So, but there's, yeah, it's a very intense car chase scene. Uh, where he's trying. I mean, to, it was
0: my my. I mean, my heart dropped at that part when he when they get out and he and, um, Rizal Med's character gets shot.
1: Oh yeah, and he's like, again, he he has absolutely no empathy. I think he doesn't. He tell them like the guy's dead. So then he goes out to get the shot, and then he just get, uh Riz Ahmed. Just yeah, gets... I didn't.
0: I didn't make that connection at first. Like I thought he actually, like, didn't know. I thought he actually thought he was dead, and as soon as I like saw where he was standing,
1: yeah, and saw the
0: way that he approached him, I knew that, that was he knew he was he wasn't dead.
1: Yeah, um, so and when he... even
0: when he was approaching the car, like before he said he was dead, I had a feeling he wasn't. Um, yeah,
1: and then he makes the whole when when Riz Ahmed or Rick. Is kind of on the ground, he she shouldn't be talking. I think he he got like shot multiple times in the chest, but somehow he's still able to talk. And he's yeah, like, that was a, "Yeah, was <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little dramatic." And then, uh, what's his name? Lou kind of comes up to him. He's like, "I can't, I can't uh, risk my business model uh, on uh, distrust oh, wait a with a the employee." You sent
0: me the quote today. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up
1: or something. Um, yeah, something like that. Where he's yeah. He literally just sees him as a liability and then set, sets him up to get shot uh so he can get a good shot of this guy dying uh yeah and so that he doesn't have to like worry about uh working with him I guess
0: Yeah Um I don't know It's just so uh I don't know It's just so it's so Again, I go back to unsettling
1: yeah, I watched this very very late, like so i was I was pretty tired, but it, it almost felt kind of surreal, especially yeah, so after this happens he he gets the the footage um he he again he captures even, like I, mean, this I, whole... thought
0: that, I thought that they would be i mean there's they're literally watching the video of like oh the part the scene that I hated is the part where he's like where they're like. Facing uh um Jake Joan character and um Renee Russo's Nina. character, yeah, yeah, are, they're like, facing eye to eye
1: each other in that room. and then there's the video uh, or the picture of like Riz Ahmed like on the ground dying,
0: like they're little he's she's like, wasn't that your partner? And like, she's I literally like, thought they were about to like kiss,
1: yeah, it was very unsettling and she's and she's like, like I thought That's and, and amazing. I said to my dad I
0: was like, I was like, this guy, this has got to be like a dream he's having about like, how they're going to react to this cuz there's no way that she would react this way. And then the scene cut and it was still going on and I was like, "What?"
1: Like, yeah. that was really
0: that, I thought that was really cheesy.
1: And I think I think but I do think that scene cements it as more again, more of a satire of or not a, or an over dramatic dramatization, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I never know. Yeah. Just uh, a kind of a criticism of of all of this and it's not meant again, it's not meant to be like the most realistic Take thing, it but yeah, it's 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 uh, it's uh making it more dramatic in order to prove a point. So again, yeah, it's it's very it's almost like a romance. Like the way it's framed and everything, it almost seems like a romantic type scene. But again, when you yeah. think of like the subject matter of he literally just gives her a videotape of a bunch of people dying and getting shot and stuff. Uh, it's yeah. very unsettling. That uh, yeah.
0: I wanted to talk about now that we've kind of broken down like the whole movie. We mm-hmm. I know we just you, you we just noticed that well I know it just noticed that like the music is was produced by uh James Newton Howard.
1: Yeah, who, yeah.
0: Um, also did the music for um Batman Begins um What do you call it? He actually did the music for the uh, he worked on the music for The Fugitive. Um what do you what like a lot of like a lot of like like the Hunger Games series, um he's a very famous uh uh composer. Yeah. Um what do you think about like the effect of the music and stuff like you know, yeah. on the film?
1: I thought the music was actually really interesting. Um uh, especially that one scene. The, the the one scene where the music really stood out um was when uh that one scene where he gets to the Seeing the crime early on before the police arrive and then yeah. he pulls the guy out and then uh, of like the dead guy out of the car crash to get a better shot of him and it's kind of him just fiddling around with the camera and trying to get the good angle oh yeah and, yeah, yeah yeah and, yeah, but, the, and the music yeah. gets very like happy and triumphant um and it almost seems like it's it's a really uh like a hopeful and optimistic moment in something and yeah, that contrast between like what's being shown and then like the tone of the music where it almost seems like I I don't know, it seems like the end of a a uh like a coming of age movie or something just very out of place. Completely
0: but. other end of the spectrum. Like it, it, it's the music is very much a juxtaposition with what is being like demonstrated on screen, which I think definitely I think that goes back to kind of his warped um perspective on uh like life and people and i think that the the music is meant to reflect like his, his state inner of mind feelings yeah yeah
1: because again he kind of sees himself i don't know i guess he sees himself as kind of the hero of his story um yeah. and he's uh again at, t- at like face value he he shows all these uh like admirable traits his like determination Ah uh, his motivation to get things done. he's hard working yeah. uh but and I think that's what the music reflects, but it doesn't reflect his complete like lack of like humanity and yeah. and, and like lack of empathy so I, yeah, I think that that the music, like the very triumphant music uh contrasting with like the pretty depraved stuff that the movie's showing, uh was an interesting part of the film,
0: yeah. I mean, like the whole movie itself is, I think that's why they try, they kind of described it as like that neo-noir thing is like the dark images, like a whole movie is very dark. Like there isn't much, and I'm not just talking about like thematically, like visually the, the tones and lighting is very dark. The title is literally um, called
1: Nightcrawler. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Neither so it's daytime. There's, oh, there's like a like a haze to it kind of a hazy undertone toward to the whole visual all, to all the visuals
1: yeah um, the, um, like,
0: even the even just the frames of the city and with the music in the background just feels unsettling because it's it, like the contrast of this like hazy um what do you call it uh rough looking uh LA skyline and then the kind of whimsical uh upbeat um, music, which isn't even that... The music isn't even that, like,
1: diverse. Yeah, it's not that, like... yeah.
0: Like, it's just... It's pretty plain. But it it communicates so much. Yeah. Um, What do you think about that ending?
1: Okay, so the endings, I think that's where my biggest issue came with the movie. Yes, me too. Because uh, I think what they were going for... So basically how it ends is... He does that whole thing. He gets his partner killed. He uh, shows the, the tape the to detectives. Yeah, detectives kind of confront him, and she, one of the detectives, suspects like what he's up to. And then she kind of just leaves. And then he just starts his own. He he gets a bunch of new employees, starts his own business, and kind of they drive off into the night. So I think it was
0: so. I'm sorry. I I I know I'm always interrupting you, but before you continue, you're good. Um, right at that point when he's talking to his. Um, like I wasn't expecting it to end at that point. Um, right when it got to that point, I looked over at my dad and oh, the cars start to drive right when the cars start to drive off. I'm like, yeah, how stupid would it be if it ended right here? And then the credits (laughs) started coming up. (laughs) literally the second I finished my sentence. And I was like, what the heck is this? Yeah, it was the funniest thing. It was like perfect timing. Like I had barely finished my sentence.
1: And then the, the, the credits just roll coming up.
0: <laughs> it was yeah. just... I felt a little... robbed.
1: Yeah, because what I think they were going for is that it's kind of an evil triumphs over good. Like, this guy... I mean, there's... I think it's saying, like, there's a bunch of people like him in the world, and they just kind of... uh, just work and do stuff. Like, they... they they're allowed uh, they allowed to get exist. On. They exist. They exist, and they're allowed to exist. Um, And so it was kind of like... Yeah, Lou gets to keep doing what he's doing, even though it's completely unethical. Um, but again, that doesn't necessarily make it the most satisfying movie. That's not the most satisfying ending. Like I, I yeah, I, I watched it with my cousin, and both of us wanted to see him get like put in jail or something. Cause yeah, the
0: whole time, and I think, I mean, maybe they were trying to go for that unsatisfying. Like,
1: I uh, think yeah, I think it was supposed to be an evil time They kind of
0: built it up. They built it up to like, okay, he's figured out. He's gonna go to jail. And then yeah. he
1: doesn't. Yeah, he, like, you expect him to get, like, killed or go to jail or something bad's gonna happen to him, but he just gets, yeah, again, he just he just gets off. I don't know, with...
0: I, I always, there's a, I, I keep going, I, I go back to Joker with this movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think they are similar in that the, the, the protagonist is an anti-hero and they're pretty, like, unstable. They're
0: kind of left to be, I mean, how did Joker end? He kind of just gets to I think.
1: Yeah. I how does Joker? End? Yeah, he uh, the whole yeah, city goes into chaos remember. and he's kind of just Yeah, like he becomes a along. hero. Yeah, I do think no, so I think they are different because this guy, what's his name? Lou, he oh. doesn't really change throughout the movie. Like he's just it's kind of like his actualization of everything. So like he begins, yeah, he finds yeah, a job, yeah, yeah. he gets really good at it, and then he yeah, he ends being really good at it. With Joker, he's like... It's his transformation into the Joker. I don't think Lou really transforms into anything. He's Not just fair. actualizing his entire persona. Like, he's becoming... Mm-hmm. Like, he's... Yeah, he's, like, actualizing himself. So, the end is just... He's completed his actualization. Whereas Joker, he... Like, he's this I think There's guy. a distinct, like, change. Yeah, they bully him, and then he comes like, a complete psychopath. This guy's... Lou's always, always been a, a psychopath. Um yeah. Yeah, oh, but right. I do. Yeah, think, I think that's fair. Yeah, but I agree with your your comment on the ending. I think it was pretty. It was kind of unsatisfying, and I do get I get what they're going for, but like it all seems kind of abrupt too. Because uh, yeah, there's the scene because I think it's like three scenes. The fir- the the third to last scene is the one where he gives the the um the clip to the news lady. And they kind of have that weird like romantic scene where it's like supposed to be yeah. romantic, but they show like the and guy dying and then and then the cops show up and then yeah, they, the cops show up, they interrogate him and then he's like introducing the new people to the job. So it feels very disconnected as well.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like usually a, mo- a, a sh- like a movie or a show has like a bell curve to it. Yeah. And this kind of like went up to the peak and then kind of started going down and then just stopped
1: exactly yes
0: like it, there was no cooldown.
1: down yeah um, i agree with and I that think, and i mean it, literally
0: i told you like i had no idea it was gonna end and i was literally joking like oh yeah what if this ends right now like i had no i mean i was so into it that i didn't realize how much time had gone by but like i was not expecting it to end where it did
1: yeah they... like i
0: knew it was close to being over but i thought there'd be like maybe 15 more minutes
1: yeah where they kind of show him, like the aftermath like uh, following his police investigation like I thought there would be some yeah. sort of consequence to the police interrogating him, but it just ends with him you know, like becoming a successful business person so yeah
0: I mean yeah. you could maybe you can i mean you can infer that like maybe he gets caught later on at some point, yeah uh, but you don't know
1: I think um, that's yeah it's it's like there are people like him out there doing stuff like this and they're just allowed to uh do whatever, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean maybe n no, obviously not necessarily not to this extent, but um once again that that goes back to the dramatization of the entire like story and concept. I think everything, everybody kind of serves as a caricature of um Yeah. Like these different of like greed and um the like, uh, society, like society. Oh
1: gosh, we live in a society, you know, like Basically. like the media and kind like the, of like yeah, the like the, yeah, the, the yeah, commercial the commercial and, like, aspect of the media. Whereas, yeah. like how the commercial aspect differs from the actual like journalism. And
0: I like how there's that one guy, that one character. Um,
1: yeah, that one like journalist guy that like is the voice of reason, and he's he like saying, the,
0: yeah,
1: there is that, yeah, and there's the that one reason. scene. Where she's gonna show they're gonna show like the whole the footage of the murder and he's like, Oh wait, it's actually because these guys have like drugs in their house. Like this is like real news. And she was like, Uh, eh, just play the video. We're not gonna talk about that. So again, she was more concerned about just getting views yeah, but, and stuff yeah. than actually sharing real news. Um Yeah. Yeah, so that guy wasn't like he was he symbolized kind of the 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 the, the the voice of reason, I guess, within and all of this. And he was most
0: similar to the kind of like the viewer.
1: Yeah, like the, he's acting how any normal person would act. Um, I guess and I, Rick, uh, Riz Ahmed's character. I mean, I, I don't know if he ne- necessarily represents anything, but he's he ends I think up getting. He seems
0: a similar purpose.
1: Yeah, he ends up getting screwed over at the end, though. Um,
0: but he is. I think he is because he has similar. He has like reactions to Lou's actions um, throughout the movie that would be um, that are similar to the way that that one journalist was responding to the way that the news station was acting. Like he kind of serves as like the moral uh, guidance ne- uh, in in juxtaposition to like Lou.
1: Yeah, he's just like a, a much less. Oh, I guess he he's he's basically a much less extreme version of Lou that like also is like a normal person. So
0: yeah. Yeah. He's doing the stuff that Lou's doing, but obvious, but he's like not socio and psychopathic.
1: Yeah. He's so uh, he's,
0: he's like questioning everything. And like, and that's exactly why
1: that's exactly why he ends up getting like, uh, or Lou ends up just getting rid of him at the end because he just realizes he knows. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one scene where uh, he does. He, remember he says like, uh Rick says you got to like make do with what you don't have or something like yeah. that like that's and that's like the complete opposite of lou's philosophy which is like i get ev- like i get everything exactly the way i want um and nothing will stop me so that's also like i guess philosophically they're also kind of at ends or at odds
0: yeah um yeah i think we kind of i think we touched on just about everything um yeah, I know. A, a lot of our stuff was kind of... I, we ended up repeating ourselves a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think th- that was just because we were trying to reiterate um, and and focus on kind of like Jake... Once again, we go back to like Jake Gyllenhaal's character and how he portrays this sort of sociopathic, psychopathic, um, obsessive character, um, which is obviously like the big part of the movie. So that's why we... We kind of talked about him um, a whole. Yeah, it's
1: definitely my favorite part. Like, it's the best, best part of the movie. If there's anything you take away from it, it's that. Yeah, his performance is super, super good. So,
0: with all that um, discussed, what would you um, letter letter ranking uh, letter uh, rating whatever you want to call it?
1: Before we do that, I will say the movie did kind of remind. I mean, this this other movie has a completely different plot, but it did kind of remind um. me of Drive. And that both of them, oh, yeah, they're kind okay. of like driving around at night, and it's set in California, like Los Angeles. It's a similar, and they're a crime slash thriller movie, so it's the same kind of vibe. I think it's also not on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix, so if, if you did watch this, or you haven't watched this, but you're interested in watching something like it, I would recommend Drive, because uh, they kind of have a similar vibe.
0: I mean, if you look up the poster, they're very similar, too.
1: Yeah, it's like him standing in front of a car, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're... And they came out relatively within the same time span, maybe within a couple of years of each other. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. Like they, they're very similar. They're they're completely different in their plots, but uh, similar. Like driving around at night, um, doing like criminal stuff. So. Yeah. But yeah, so rating. Uh, what would you rate it?
0: Um, in terms of our letter ratings, I'd probably give it a i'm always so bad with this because like context is difficult yeah Um, like basing
1: on like what other move like yeah i understand
0: uh you know maybe it'd be easier i think it'd be easier to do uh stars out of five stars sure which i would give it three and a half three and a half stars.
1: Yeah, I think on Letterboxd, I put three and a half. I would still... I think it'd be either very high three and a half, or a four. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, like 3.75.
1: Because, yeah, it, it'd either be between a three and a half and a four. I think the four... uh, Four stars I usually give to movies that I think are very cohesive and enjoyable as well. Um, yeah. I think if the ending had just... If they nailed the ending, it would have easily been four stars. Uh, yes. But... I might still give it four stars just because I really, really like Jake Gyllenhaal's character. He's the high point of the movie, and I think yeah. that alone could give it four stars. Um, but yeah, just three and yeah. a half to four would be mine. I don't really have a, a specific. Me too. Yeah, in the, somewhere in that range. I think what's interesting, too, is that a lot of people, if you look on like the ratios of the different scores that people gave it on Letterboxd, a lot yeah. of people give it five stars, five and four and a half. Uh, so a lot of people really, really like this movie. Yeah. Um,
0: um, which I don't... I, which I can see. But once again, I think the weakest point is definitely the ending. Um, yeah, and I
1: think was, other than yeah, the... Yeah. Like, other than the... It's, like, message about, like, uh, kind of the ethics of journalism and everything, there's not really much else there after that, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't really tie anything... It seems very loose at the end. mm mm-hmm. um, But yeah, other than that, I think this is definitely really um, a good, a really uh, interesting and um, I don't know if enjoyable is, the like I enjoyed it, but not like, oh, this is a fun, this is a fun movie. Like it was just very interesting to watch and I um, was very enthralled throughout the yeah, entire. Yeah, it, it uh, grabs your attention.
1: Yeah. It really grabs your attention the premise i i always thought the premise was really interesting so that's why I, like that's how i heard of it um so yeah yeah the premise grabbed my attention without even like knowing uh, or seeing any parts of the movie so uh yeah it's it, enthralling i guess like you said
0: so yeah um if you uh at this point i i assume you've watched it um, or you just don't and, care yeah um but yeah, I think I think that we've kind of touched on everything. So um, that being said, um, uh, oh, God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. Way- we haven't done this a for a long time. time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so used to just doing the uh, nonchalant endings. Like, like on, see you guys. The Falcon see you and the next Winter week. Soldier. But uh, anyway, I'm Connor. And i Campbell. And you wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real
1: Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at the real real geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review.
0: What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.